she said, take them from a land down under Where women glow and men thunder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder, yeah You better run, you better take cover, yeah You better run, you better take cover Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Cider Nation podcast, a unique baseball podcast brought to you by Jay Birdie Baseball Company. Get your Canadian baseball apparel at jbirdie.ca and make sure to follow them on social media. Today, we have Seattle Mariners left-handed pitcher Taylor Saucedo. Thanks for coming on, Taylor. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. I guess first things first, what did uh, sports look like for you growing up, Taylor? Um, lots of sports. Um, yeah. Ever since I was able to play, um, I was playing any sport I could. Um, baseball was actually like my least favorite sport of all the <laughs> sports that I played. But gotcha. yeah. Well, and then baseball wise, kind of what did it look like for you recruiting wise for, you know, college? Um, so out of college, I or out of high school, I, um, I had a lot of junior college looks. Okay. I didn't quite have the grades to go D1. Um, so I kind of knew right away that I was going to end up going to a JUCO, which I ended up going locally. Um, since I'm from Washington, I went to Tacoma community college, um, for a year. Um, and then I ended up going to a small school, NAI school, um, a year later in Tennessee. And then kind of out of there, you got drafted by the Blue Jays. Could you talk to us a little bit about that experience? Uh, yeah, was, uh, so I was drafted in 2015 in the 21st round by the Blue Jays. Yeah. Um, and I was with them all the way up until last year. Um, so it's been, it's been a long ride, uh, with them and it's, it's been an interesting one. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it was, it was a great time over there. Yeah. And just kind of touching on that a little bit. Could you talk to us a little bit about kind of your grind in the minors and kind of what that looked like? Uh, yeah. Um, so when I was when I was going up through the minors, I pretty much went to every level twice. Um, gotcha. So I went to each one, and obviously uh, got all the way up all the way up to AAA in 2019, um, and then COVID happened the following year. Um, so then I was at home and then I, uh, ended up coming back. I went to minor league camp in 2021. Um, and then we kind of had that, uh, weird season where you would play, uh, one week total, um, against the same opponent. So, um, so yeah, we did that. And then I eventually ended up getting called up from there in 2021. And then I guess, could you talk to us a little bit about your MLB debut? Um, yeah, so it was pretty, um, pretty crazy just getting the call um, because, you know, we had some guys go down at that time and they already called up a lefty who was already on the roster. And um, so, you know, like when they said that a guy went down, I really didn't think much of it. I figured they would just call up the last lefty that they called up um and i went into the office and they kind of just told me everything like hey like 
doing well here, but uh, unfortunately, like we're tired of having you here. So we're going to go ahead and send you on over to Boston. And I remember just like kind of just sinking down like, oh man, like throughout everything that I've been through with them all these years, like, you know, I finally made it. And it was a pretty cool moment when I opened up the door and like all my teammates were kind of just standing there at the door <laughs> and everybody just started going nuts and because it uh, and they're just pouring beer, everything. And it, it was it was really cool. But uh, I ended up uh, making my debut I got called up in Boston um, and I ended up not making my de debut until five days later in <laughs> Buffalo, which is where we play AAA because yep. of COVID. So yep. we were in Buffalo during that time. So, yeah, I mean, it was um, and it was against the Yankees. Um, so, I mean, it was it was pretty cool, pretty uh, wicked moment for sure. And I guess, Taylor, could you talk to us a little bit about kind of your arm slot story? Um, you know, not necessarily. You know, I mean, I guess, what would you consider yourself? Kind of that low three-quarter? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm probably like a low three-quarter guy. Um, yeah. And I, I just kind of always threw that way because I'm kind of tall and lanky. And, you know, I I grew up uh, idolizing like Randy Johnson yep. and watching him pitch. And I always thought that was like really cool that a guy can throw, uh, you know, 100 miles an hour from that <laughs> slot. And yeah. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to take my own spin from that. And um, because I was just so long, I was so like unnatural into my body at that age. And um, it was just a lot of limbs flying around. So um, it was just kind of created a little more deception at that time too. So yeah. yeah, I just stuck with it and it's, and it's paid off for me. So I guess kind of what pitches are you throwing there, Taylor and velocity wise, where would you say you're at? I'm throwing uh, sinkers. Uh, four seam curveball slider change up nice. um and right now i'm usually around like 92 94 with the four seam and sinker um curveball is usually around like 75 to 77 78 um sliders like 82 85 um change ups like 85 so what does it look like for you taylor as far as kind of lefties versus righties um, lefties is you, for me, the way that I approach it is lefties are automatic outs. Um, <laughs> just, just because like, I, I just know that, uh, that's not comfortable for lefties. Yeah. And I just have always enjoyed, you know, throwing the lefties just because yeah, it's just, um, it's almost too easy. I don't want to say, sometimes. <laughs> um, but, uh, righties is kind of where I meet my match a little bit. Um, just because of that, like that slot, everything kind of comes across the plate for righties. So kind of yeah. had to become a little bit more, um, decisive on what I want to throw. Uh, it's more of like throwing everything that I have, uh, at them rather than like lefties is just, um, it, it's pretty easy, like sink or slider. Like that's they. I'm not going to mess around with that one. Um, so that's pretty much what I try to do. I, like with, uh, righties, I try to set them up with curveballs um, early in the count and then try to expand, uh, out of the zone after that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I was a lefty myself and you could definitely get away with a lot more with that lefty lefty matchup. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't necessarily have to be my best slider and, but no. yeah, you just have to be careful because your slider's going right into that righty's bat path, right? And exactly. <laughs> right into that sweet spot for them. So 
Yeah. It'll be a little bit more finer with, with the righties. Yeah. I know this can be a tricky question without maybe seeing someone in person, but like, is there any mechanical tips that you have? Like just, just from a pitching standpoint? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, some, I'm still learning too. like, um, yeah. but I mean, I, w- I would say like, for me, it's just like trying to stay in your back leg as long as possible and staying strong into your base, you know, when, when you land, um, and making sure that you have good hip rotation through all of that, um, is kind of just what I've been focusing on. Um, and I really didn't focus on that kind of stuff early on. I just was like, okay, I, my main focus was literally just however I do it. I'm just going to throw that ball um across the plate and try and get hitters out and now uh in the past couple years i've started to focus more on my mechanics and obviously since i started doing that i've felt more comfortable when i'm out there um, because now i'm routinely thinking about all of my movements and the thing that i found best for me is just staying behind in that back leg for as long as i can um and then exploding out of it um at release and then Taylor, does it matter for you, like starting relief? Like you've kind of done a little bit of both, or does it really matter at this point in your career? No, whatever, whatever they uh, say, and whatever allows me to uh, keep a job. So yeah. <laughs> I, I will do it. I mean, I've been a re- I've been a starter up until probably up until twenty nineteen. Um, yeah. Nineteen is when I started like kind of splitting both. Uh, I was like starting and relieving that year, and then coming back is when I, uh, after COVID is when I really transitioned into the bullpen role. And I mean, the bullpen's great. I love it. Um, it's a lot more throwing for sure. Um, compared to a starting, obviously you have your five days, but like I said, I mean, if I, if I, if I could have a redo at everything, I would try and be a starter. Um, just because I love, like, I miss like, going those six, seven innings, you know, going deep into games and, you know, knowing that the other team is having a challenge uh, to hit you and produce runs is always a great feeling. Um, But I mean, I've really started to enjoy that reliever role of being like, all right, I got like one, you know, maybe 1.2 innings out of this. And, you know, I could really hold the game here or close it out or whatever it is. That's it's, it's, it's definitely two different adrenaline rushes, but it's, I I think whatever, whatever allows me to have a job at the end of the day, I'll do. (laughs) Yeah. That's very fair. (laughs) (laughs) Any advice there, Taylor? I had a bad habit, like just kind of from a bullpen standpoint of probably throwing too many bullets down there. Right. Like, Mm-hmm. Just kind of any advice from kind of that bullpen, you know, warm up routine or anything that kind of works for you? Yeah, I mean, all, I think it all depends on your days, like how many times you've been up in the past or how many times you threw. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just try to limit, like, especially when you get into the dog days of summer, you know, like that's July, that's June, July, August kind of stuff is when, you know, you uh, try and limit as much as you, as, as many throws as you can um so like i'll keep it light uh pre-game when we throw and then in the bullpen like i'll probably just do some bands and weighted balls and then if i'm up and they ask me to warm up like i'll make sure to throw like my 10 like pretty pretty good like intensity um 10 and then after that i'm like pitch by pitch or to every other pitch um and like pretty light uh, just because, like, I mean, there's days where you'll do that, where you'll 
throw your 12, 14, and then you're not in the game. And then they tell you to sit down. And then you might have to do that like an inning or two later. And then you have, you won't get in the game still. And then you'll go in the next day and then you're in the game and then you'll throw one inning. So then you're available. And then, you know, so it's, it's uh, you just try to limit, you just try to take a view of it from however many times you've uh, thrown and you just try to be smart with what you can. And then Taylor, you got to play some winter ball in Australia. Um, how was that experience? It was awesome. Uh, yeah. It was, it was a blast. You know I mean? You're playing um, baseball in Australia. It's pretty foreign to them. Um, it was yeah. always funny when, People were asking me, they're like, oh, what are you here? What are you here for? I'm like, oh, I'm here to play baseball. And some people were like, what is baseball? <laughs> what is that? Uh, and I'm like, well, it's kind of like cricket in a way. I don't know. Um, but it was, it was, uh, it was really beautiful. Um, we got to travel all around. And um, I mean, it was, it was pretty, it was some decent baseball over there. There's been some guys that, um, some all stars that have gone over and played in Australia. So, I mean, you'll run into your talent here and there. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, like I said, it was, it was one of my favorite places to go. I would want to go back to Australia and play uh, winter ball or summer ball to them um, over there. If the travel wasn't so uh, excruciating, you know, like it's 24 hours. Yeah. It's pretty in spread air. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you leave on a Tuesday and you arrive on a Thursday, like <laughs> in an airplane, which is, which was wild, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a great time. Well, and I guess from like an international baseball scene, like Canada and Australia are very similar, you know, and even just, you know, Canada's main sports, definitely not baseball, right? Hockey, same yeah. thing in Australia, yeah. right? Like, did you notice mm-hmm. any of that kind of similarities between the two countries? Yeah, I mean, their their sport was rugby and yeah. cricket. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, and everything is just i mean everything's so much different compared to like the u.s and canada and australia like i mean australia you live out in island so it's not much right they're their <laughs> own true. you know they're their own kind of species over there it, it's it's different you know they only had like uh not sports wise but they only had like four or five fast food restaurants like yeah. total that was it yeah. then and like compared to like the u.s we have everything you know so I mean it was it was it was interesting for sure. Uh any advice, Taylor, like just maybe for someone that kind of has that div one mindset stuck in their head, right? But you know, you kind of have to go the JUCO NAI route. Like any advice for any any listeners just kind of struggling with that? Yeah, I mean, I think the most important thing is that uh the realization that you don't need to go D1 to to go to play at the next level. Yeah. Um, and to continue to pursue that if you go out there and you produce, you know, good numbers and 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 all that stuff, uh, that no matter what, no matter where you are, you'll be seen. Um, and that, you know, it might not seem like it's working out at first, but just to continue the grind and continue to have perseverance and to keep pushing forward. Um, yeah. those are always the most important things. And if and if Pro Ball is your goal and never lose sight of that no matter where you're at um, because eventually you will be found. Um, did you go play like uh, college summer ball during those years? Yeah, I went to, so my first year when I, after TCC um, at JUCO, I went and played in Glen Falls, New York. 
Okay. Uh, the Glen Falls Golden Eagles. That was the perfect game league, I believe. Okay. Um, and then before I went to Tennessee Wesson, Tennessee Wesson actually sent me to, cause I took a year off of baseball. Um, and so they sent me that summer to, uh, the Martinville Mustangs, which was the coastal plain league. Yep. Um, so yeah, played, played over there. Those were my two years of summer ball. Yeah. And that's definitely something I try and tell guys, right? Like, I mean, if you're not necessarily div one, just, you know, try and play in the best college summer league you can and show that you can get div one hitters out. Right. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's definitely important because you get a mixture of all different conferences. So you're going to get a different uh, mixture of, of hitters and, and pitchers and everything like that. And so it's good competition for me. Like I was coming out of Juco, you know, and so like I didn't, haven't really faced competition like that. And, um, you know, at, at first it went okay for, and second time, uh, and then later on it went, it got better, you know, and, and you start to realize you're like, okay, I mean, these guys are just like me, regardless of their division one or, or Juco or D3 or D2 or whatever it is. Um, yeah. And you start, and that's when you kind of start figuring out like, okay, I can play this game a little bit. Yeah, and it definitely helped me trying to kind of get that mindset where, yes, I'm facing better hitters, but I'm also hopefully going to have better defense behind me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and then, Taylor, with this being sidearm nation, did you have many teammates that were sidearm submarine pitchers? Um, trying to think. Mm, I, I Yeah, I, I had a guy named Danny Young. He was yep. actually – yeah, uh, he was actually over the top uh, when he first came to the Blue Jays, um, but then he ended up dropping down um, just because they thought it was a better slot for him, and it actually ended up paying off for him. And he ended up making his debut um, with the Mariners, I believe. Uh, yeah, last, last year. year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so he was one of the guys that I've played with, and then obviously, I'm surprised I didn't say him at first, but Adam Simber. I mean, he's more he's <laughs> He's down there, but yeah, that's know. that's funky. <laughs> yeah, and then I guess Taylor. Lastly, what would be your favorite part about kind of throwing from that low three quarter arm slot? The movement, the movement yeah. that it creates for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just obviously it's a little bit more unique, and it's always nice to stand out a little bit, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I think I definitely would just say that the movement it, that it generates for me. Um, is why I like going from that slot. And then Taylor, it's just time for our ninth inning call to the bullpen. So just going to be some random questions just to learn a little bit more about you. Okay. Sounds good. Favorite NHL team. Man, I, I'm just going to have to say the Kraken because I'm from Seattle. um, And I don't watch too much hockey until playoff time. Um, And I thought I was going to start watching more hockey once uh, the Kraken came. Yeah. Uh, but I do play a lot more. Uh, like, I think you guys call it Chell in Canada. Yeah. Um, NHL. The, yeah. So I play a lot of Chell, but I don't watch a lot of hockey. So. <laughs> uh, favorite travel destination? Um, Hawaii is a good one. All-time favorite professional wrestler? <laughs> that's another one i don't watch too much of um I'll, I'll say uh i'll say the rock 
Uh, favorite baseball movie of all time? That's another good one. Um, let's say The Natural. Yeah, that was a good one. And then if you could golf or have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, Taylor, who would you like to go with? <sighs> three people? Dead or alive. Okay. Um, I would say my first one would probably be Tiger Woods, because if I'm going to golf, why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. uh, second would probably be one of my favorite musicians would probably be Kid Cudi. Yep. Um, and then I just keep it in the sports. I would say, um, actually, this one. <laughs> Just taking it back. I mean, might as well. I'm not super religious, but Jesus, maybe. Yep. Um, just to get all the answers out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think those three, maybe. Uh, would you prefer it to be golf or dinner? I mean, I guess with Tiger, maybe golf or. Yeah. <laughs> golf. Yeah. Golf, for sure. Yeah. Um, any particular course? No, yeah, it doesn't matter. Any, any, doesn't matter. the nicest one, yeah. <laughs> and then Taylor, if you could be an Olympian in any sport other than baseball, summer or winter, what sport would you like to do? Um, probably snowboarding. Snowboard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't. I've never. I've only snowboarded once, but I mean that that would be pretty cool to be an Olympian for snowboarding. So. And then lastly, Taylor, just going to test your teammate kind of memory here. You kind of played a few seasons with him. Uh, he's Canadian, right-handed pitcher from New Brunswick. Do you know who I'm talking about? Andrew Case? Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's my guy. Uh, <laughs> I, I, love, I love Case. <laughs> um, have you played with many other Canadians? Uh, well, currently I am playing with Matt Brash, yeah, who I yeah. believe is also Canadian. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Braden Boucher was Canadian. Yeah. Um, Jordan Romano, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I believe I'm sure there was a couple more with the Blue Jays, but I'm no, blanking sure. right now. No, all good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and then I guess, you know, signed with a, you know, new organization, but pretty cool, you know, to kind of get to play in your your home state. Um, you know, kind of lastly, Taylor, any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy, you know, growing up in, in Seattle and always being a Mariners fan and, you know, hoping we can get to the playoffs and, and never doing it. And then, you know, watching them make the playoffs last year and knocking out the Blue Jays and, you know, you're not, you're not, I'm not thinking I would ever step foot into a Mariners uh, <laughs> locker room after that, you know, and to do that now, it's, it's feels, it's really special. Like it just feels different compared to like when I was playing for the Blue Jays, like I'll always love the Blue Jays for everything that they did for me. But like, this is, for me, this is like dreams coming true, you know, and um, it, it's just crazy being in that locker room. Like, you know, one of my favorite players growing up was 
Mike Cameron and, and then he's just in the locker room for our pre our you know pregame meetings and then I'm walking out. It was pretty funny. The first time I saw Ichiro. Yeah. Um <laughs> I was walking out to go to the to go to the field for stretch. <laughs> and I like went to take a left and Ichiro was walking that way as well. And we like kind of ran into each other and like I didn't like I kind of just like in my head I was like, oh my God, that's that's Ichiro. <laughs> and I just like started to panic a little bit and I just walked back to my locker and I went and like I stood in front of my locker. I'm like, wait, why am I here? And I'm like, why why did I just come back? Like I didn't even say anything. I just I just had like a famous person moment for me. Like he kind of was just like larger than life and and he's just walking around and I I just panicked. And I was just like totally just had no idea what I was doing. My body just took over and it took me back to my locker. And I was like, man, that was Ichiro. Like, but like why did I act like that? You know? Um, but it's, it's, uh, I, I can't imagine if I ever, if I do get the opportunity to pitch in T-Mobile and to me, it's safe go, but, uh, if I do get an opportunity to pitch there in a Mariners uniform with, and my family and friends are all there, it's going to be, it's going to be something I probably won't be able to describe, you know, like a feeling, um, oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah it's it, cause it, I mean, it's, it's, yeah it's you go from watching it on the sidelines to being like oh hey now i'm a player it's yeah that's something that you can't really describe but it's it's going to be special for sure well i definitely appreciate you coming on there taylor and look forward to kind of seeing that happen and watching you this season yeah no problem thank you for having me she said do you come from a land down under where women glow and men plunder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder, yeah You better run, you better take cover, yeah You better run, you better take cover